Get ready for an all-new Hardline segment. It's time to step into the Snake Pit. And now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of the Snake Pit, Snake. Better All right. Practice that scream, bro. It oh. is time for Snake Pit. <laughs> All right. So this happened on what is tonight? Friday. I think. It was either Friday or Saturday. I get my days Dude, confused. it all runs together, bro. Bro, my when life. When you're partying as hard as we do. <laughs> Totes. This will give you an example of how hard I was partying. So we go to bed. Um, hey, now. I think this this must have been Friday. Mud? So Friday was pre-mud. Is Friday mud night? Yeah. <laughs> every It's like catfish night, you know, like every Friday. Well, is it catfish or mud? <laughs> I'd rather have catfish. So we go to bed, and it's early. It was like went to bed at 11, something like that. And Square. I'm just getting started, bro. <laughs> I'm just putting the gel in my hair at 11. Combing the chest hair. Heck yeah. Perfect. Cologne on the taint. <laughs> you smell Time wonderful. to go to the landing. <laughs> So I'm all snuggly in bed, and and um, typically, you know, my dogs are not, they're older dogs now. Not older, but they're not puppies, certainly. So they are one million percent potty trained, and, you know, they don't do that stuff anymore. And it is really, really a random occurrence for them to wake up in the middle of the night for any reason whatsoever. Okay? All right. But at about 2 or 2.30, uh, the woman who lives in my house still... For free. For free. She, I hear her go, hey, I think Blue is... He, he's got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, what? So we have three dogs, two of them, Blue and Frankie. They have big, giant crates that they sleep in. Mm-hmm. Because if they didn't, they would roam the house all and, night long, all and, night, and find ways to eat everything. Yes, they would snack. They would, you know, oh, there's a nice hat. I'll take that or a shoe. And <laughs> so they go into their crates and they love it. They feel safe in there, and they're they're very good sleepers in their crates. Every now and then, though, I mean, again, it's a cold day in hell when this happens, but it, I guess it does. Where Frankie, if she has to go, she will bang on the front of the crate with her foot. So it kind of you know, ding, 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 you know. Yeah. And, and But Blue doesn't do that. Blue will just whimper in his crate. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was whimpering. I didn't hear it. I was dead asleep. So I'm like, oh, God, I hope he's not sick. So I open now, his... Keep in mind, Blue is a brand new pit bull yes. to, the, to the Davidson household. Yes, Blue is a little pity. A pocket pity, as some call him. He's a smaller pit bull. Mm-hmm. So... We open blue, or I, I, not we, I. I'm up, I'm in my boxers, you know, and open up the crate. And then Frankie wakes up and... Well, and I want to like, go yeah. too. Yeah, and so I'm like, let's just go. Everybody go to the bathroom. Let's just go. Knock it out. So Mabel or other dogs, so we all walk out there together. And I turn on the lights to the side yard. Hey, now. Which one? Because you have two. Shut up. 
And so I'm out there, and to be honest with you, I'm like, hey, they're going to the bathroom. Why don't I go to the bathroom? When in Rome. So I'm about to go, and then as I'm about to go, I hear Blue, and I'm not watching them. I'm just, I'm, dude, I'm in space. It's two in the morning, and I was just woken up, and I'm a zombie. You're wearing your screwing shorts and like yeah. a football helmet. <laughs> right. And I hear him go, start going, you know, and I look over at him, and he's the hair, he's short hair, but he, the hair is standing up on his back, and he tears ass away from the door to the back of our yard, and... I mean hauling ass. The other two follow, and then it is just a symphony of freaking out, barking as loud as they can. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a coyote or something. But in in my head, squirrel. Yeah, because there's a creek right there, too. Okay. So just imagine a big wrought iron fence that you can see directly through. Mm -hmm. All right. And there's ivy that goes straight down into a creek. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the landscape that we have. Okay. All right. So and there are critters down there, obviously, and we've had so much rain that they're in and out. I'm like, but I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh god, we're waking up the neighbor, everybody, because they're going as nutso as you possibly can, and we're waking everybody up the neighborhood. So I run over there as fast as I can, trying to grab their collars and trying to be like, stop it, just go to the bathroom, you know. Mm-hmm. As I start to run over there, I see and it shocks me i see two people that are on the outside of the fence their hands are holding the fence their faces are looking directly at me and the dogs oh people. my god yeah now these weren't like insurance salesmen and at 2 30 in the morning briefcases and suits or mormons no, but I look over there and I hear a woman's voice go, oh no, oh my God, oh, I love your dogs, oh, oh. And I'm like, I mean, they are going ape as they should be. There's two people at two in the morning staring at me through the fence. Now, is, do, now- you, do you have the feeling that Blue was making racket because... He knew that somebody was out there or because he had to really go tink tink. He knew someone was out there. That's amazing. Yeah. Good little pit bull. Yeah. He knew someone was out there. He didn't have to go to the bathroom at all. He knew somebody was out there. Who are these people? Well, all right. So (laughs) I don't know, but it was a girl and a guy that appeared to be in their mid twenties. Maybe it was dark. And so as I go out there and I try to grab my see these two people, I'm I, I'm like, holy s, you know, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, your dogs. Oh God. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I just wanted to show my fiance where I used to live, and I'm like, the creek. <laughs> you used to now, live in the creek. Now look, I'm not kidding you. The point between fence and creek and creek, it is straight down. They had to make an effort to get to where they were, holding onto that fence. Yes. They were trying to get over the fence. You live by a creek. I don't know what was going on. They couldn't just walk by. I'm I'm like, and she's kept talking, and I'm like, get the hell out of here now. What was she saying? Uh, I'm so sorry. The guy didn't say a word. 
Not one word. I just wanted to show him like where I used to grow up at and live. And st- she was hammered, baked. I don't know. Combo, whatever. All of it. Tripping. Uh, dude, I don't know. Crack. Speeding. Meanwhile, Exxon. of course, my wife comes out. With the gun. <laughs> yeah, with our tennis racket gun. And she's like, what is going on? By the time, so for them to get back to the street, yeah. they've got to hug that fence line, holding on to it with every step. I cannot corral my dogs. I can't. There are three of them. They're lucky they didn't get their hands bit off. I know, and they're going crazy. We'd put up netting about four feet high yeah. on the on the inside of the fence so people can't stick their hands through there, like the Dak Prescott incident yeah. with his dog that bit off the lady's finger. Mm-hmm. So we put up this like netting so people can't, you can't do that. But I mean, still, they could jump up high enough to where they could get him if they really wanted to. I'm trying to hold on to him. Julie walks, she's like, what is going on? In the meantime, this girl's like, I'm so sorry. I just, I'm so sorry. Did you call the cops? Okay, so that's my next point is I'm like, as I get the dogs and I'm telling him and I'm screaming, at them, I'm like, get out of here now. Get out of here now. You know, hurry up. And the guy never says a word. Never said a word. And as they trundle down the steps away from the fence toward the street, mm-hmm. there's like these steps that lead out from the gate and the fence toward the street. Right. It took them forever. And and, I'm, and the girl's still like, I'm so sorry, but I really like your dogs. Great. And I'm like, lady. And, and so now I'm like, and I am keyed up. They walk. They parked right there. They parked in your... In the alley driveway? No, they parked out in the street. Okay. Out in the actual street. So this fence leads out to the residential street. Um, And they walked and got in their car and drove away. And I'm trying to figure out why I couldn't see the car. It was too dark. And I'm like, should I call the cops? I couldn't see the light. I'm sorry. I saw the car. Yeah. But I couldn't see the license plate or anything like that. Um, But I mean, what the hell? Is it possible that... They she they got home from a bar. She's like with this guy. It's like, oh my god, you live in this. I, I lived. I was a baby in this house. This is where I, I I was a child in this house. Is it possible that she that was the best vantage point for her to get around to look into your kitchen, into your living room to see to have the best vantage point of the interior of your home? So there is. Is that possible? No, because there's been one owner of that house, and we know them. Okay. So I know the owners. I know their kids. Okay. I know who used to live there, and no, it wasn't. Then rule that out. I, yeah. Is this somebody that knows who you are? No. And knows where you live? No. Clearly it was. You're sure? Oh, yeah. No, that that was, no. That was, no. I don't know if these people are, like, methed out. Just trying to steal something off your porch? Dude, I don't know. Let's get that barbecue grill. Yeah. I don't know. I can get $6 for it. I didn't call the cops, though. You know what the cops I, are going to do? Nothing. I mean, you know, we have neighborhood patrol, so there's patrol people that are, you know, going around. I'm not sure at 2.30. They I doubt- probably would have been gone by the time the cops got, got yeah, there Yeah, because anyway, they got in so the car and they tore us out of there. I'll tell you what, they won't be back knowing that you've got that freaking pit bull there. <laughs> I think all three dogs, I mean, they were just, they would have eaten those people, all of them. It wasn't just the pit bull. Yeah, I'm, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that, the, that puts the, the fear, that, of, yeah, fear of God into you. Um, But it was so... Weird, and then, dude, you talk about not being able to go to sleep. <laughs> the dogs are you. 
me. I mean, I, me and Julie are laying. I mean, Julie's like, what is going on? And then she's petrified, you know, triple checking all the locks on the doors, the gates, all this stuff. Like, they're coming at They were here for to get us. They were not there to wander down the creek bed and hug our fence line like that. But it's a guy and a girl in their 20s wearing, like, jeans and T-shirts. and Weird. Yeah. Really weird. You got security cameras and stuff out there? Yeah, we do, but Did I... Did you go back and look? can't and see, see anything. You need to get the night vision ones, man. It's time yeah. for an upgrade, bro. Yeah, I guess so. At least have motion sensor floodlights that will activate if anybody's back there. Oh, well, we used to have those, Danny, but the storm took oh, them all down. <laughs> yeah. Which one? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was... It was bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. So, yeah, I don't know what we're in for or what that was all about. That was one of my favorite snake pits ever. You're welcome. The ticket. What's on Mike's mind today? What's on Mike's mind? Everybody wants to know just what is on Mike's mind. Let's all gather around the fire and open up a bottle of wine. Because everybody wants to know just what is on Mike's mind. What's on Mike's mind today? What's on Mike's mind? Everybody wants to know just what's on his mind. Yeah! I haven't heard that song in ever and ever. Open wide for Chunky. I didn't even let it finish. Yeah. Just all over. You're a rookie. Sponsors? No. Okay. Mm -mm. You know, know, Mike, that that open wide for Chunky is the last thing that was ever pulled. The the last drop that we ever used from you was open wide for Chunky. (laughs) Open wide for Chunky. (laughs) I'm honored. (laughs) But Chunky is too. (laughs) Like when you started this radio station, did you ever envision that the last thing that you would be remembered for the last iconic moment would be this. Open wide for Chunky. <laughs> what does it even mean? I don't know. <laughs> like it's his uh, catchphrase right, for right. future generations. Right, There's it's your a, where's the beef. Let's play two. <laughs> it's a great day for hockey. And you don't remember one. Chunky Candy? No. Yeah. Is, is that what that oh, is? Yeah, it was a long time ago. There was a, a like a, I, I think it was chocolate. It was just a big a square, thing. right? Yeah, big square. And it was called Chunky, <laughs> and that was the that was a commercial. Open wide for Chunky. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So I I want to say uh, my favorite segment that uh, you uh, you did was was Mike's mind because I learned so many awesome things that uh, were really not relevant to anything that I would normally stumble upon, and that's just the way your mind operated, and I loved it. I was trying to remember how many years you actually did it because uh, I don't think it was more than a decade. Is that fair? Yeah, probably about a decade. That's probably about What do you guys right, think? I think? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would t- 10, 12 years, no, no more than 15 for sure. And, you and, know what? It was something that I think... 
for sure started after Grego left, which was 06. That's what so, I thought, yeah. So yeah, it was yeah. sometime in that in that time frame. And uh the reason I brought that up is you know, there there's so many elements, uh, animal stories of course and and uh you know, boat sinkings and this and that. I did not realize the first time the <laughs> Fen treasure had ever made its way, the treasure hunt that we were all fixated on last week uh was originally from a Mike's mind. Do you know that, Mike? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, certainly you do. That, Forrest Fenn? Yeah. It's, it's the first thing I thought of. Oh, okay. All right. See, yeah. I didn't know how well you remembered your own catalog because you had done hundreds and hundreds well, of them, certainly. I, yeah, I remember that one for sure. Man. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's a wild one, and I didn't. I didn't remember that you actually did that. And then once the story was told, and it was kind of the whole station was doing multiple segments on it, it finally kind of cracked that you were the one that introduced it. So have we triple confirmed the finding, or because Gordon was saying somebody thought that was even Forrest Fenn fanning the flames of interest again, and and that it was they were they were having a hard time like hammering down the details of the find yeah the photos that they showed um were i don't know if they were released by the uh the 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 family the treasure hunters family finn's family but uh yeah i mean they're they're still calling it legit but i know a lot of people are saying it's bogus so mike um i don't know if you heard this but a couple of weeks ago so when whenever you whenever you decided that it was time for you to go and like we were talking and you were like you know what just turn the whole thing upside down just start from scratch you guys do your own thing and get away from the name and you know and I I was like yeah it's probably a good idea to get away from the name the hardline and mm-hmm. and we found that the more we tried to get away from it the harder it was to detach from that name. Like, that name is such an institution, whether it's the radio station or the listeners, that they're so used to that name from this little quadrant of time that it was impossible to get away from it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's also surprising. I figured it'd be fairly easy. Dude, it was unbelievable. The buck back of... I mean, we could have had the greatest name of all time for for this thing, but it would forever. Which we didn't, but we yeah, yeah we didn't. <laughs> but it would forever be known as you know what what uh, what you and your then wife uh, had created, and and it was it kind of speaks to the simplicity of it all. It kind of speaks to the brilliance of it all, and and the legacy, I guess. The but simple mindedness of it all, <laughs> right? Right, that it's from a. Terrence Trent Darby song. I I, I love that, but I also loved half the things you guys did, and I didn't even know how much I was going to love the trifecta. But you know, when 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 all that was happening in the fog of war, it was it was it was all too weird. But by the time we got to June and COVID and everything in the world happened, we were like, you know, is this really that big a deal? Let's uh, keep rolling with what we were rolling with. And and then someone asked me what Mike thought, and I'm like, I don't know. It feels weird for me to ask him, so I'm happy you just asked him. Mike, do you care? About you guys using the hard line? Yeah. Or what? I don't know. That. Well, it, it, it's your show. Yeah. It's your show. You do what you want to do. Well, it was yours, though. You named it. But it's it, it, it's Yeah, but it's yours now. 
And Mike still, and he continues to get franchisee checks from us using the name. I I hope he does. There is that. There is that. (laughs) Mailbox money. Right. Yeah. That's right. I hope he does. I I, I think he deserves that much. But no, no, no. It's yours. You know, that or anything else I did up there or anything else you want to use, anything I said, anything I did, any audio, whatever. It's yours. It's your toy now. We actually started yeah. voting trifecta deaths back into the three-bedroom apartment, Mike. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have noticed that. <laughs> it's so much better this way because you can make your case for someone that was unknown. Right. And I remember 20 years ago when Mike and Greg, who were then probably what, 40 and 50 or mm-hmm. somewhere around that age, and they were presenting guys to us that we were like mine it's like never heard of him out I know. and they'd be like you guys are idiot punk kids you don't know anything you need to be schooled this guy was important yeah it's better this way i do i do enjoy the the randomness of it all and who would get paired up and and all of that yeah it's, a, oh, it's boy, i love that yeah i yeah. love that okay so that's one thing i've always loved about everything on the station is just the sheer randomness of everything absolutely Absolutely. Okay, so uh, there is one thing though. Mike does have something on his mind, and uh, I do, and I want to hear that before uh, time gets away from us, Mike. Well, with all that's going on out there, one thing that did happen, which I'm sure you boys got into pretty heavily, was one day out at um, Love Field, somebody decided that it would be a good idea for them to get the statue of the Texas Ranger which had stood in the foyer of Love Field ever since I can remember. But they decided it would be a good idea for them to get that out of there because somebody had found out that the Texas Rangers had a few racist episodes in their past and that it wasn't a good idea for them to be associated with the Texas Rangers anymore. Now, I was surprised by this. I thought that was... Uh, part of the fabric of Love Field. It always had been. It always would be. And I didn't think there would be ever any cause to get it out of there. What was they that? Did that? What, was that? Do you remember if that statue was actually commissioned for Love Field specifically, or did Love Man, Field somehow acquire that? As far as I know, it was. Like I say, I can't. I, I don't know the exact genesis of how it arrived there, but it's been there as long as I can remember. And I remember when I was a little kid seeing, you know, TV news footage from Love Field on television, and you could always see the Texas Ranger there in the background. Anyway, once I heard about this, this story, they were going to get it out of there and everything. The first thing I thought of was, I wonder if this means the Rangers are going to have to change their name. Oh, wow. Man, I saw you post something about this a couple of days ago and it never entered my mind because i saw the story as well it never entered my mind that the actual texas ranger baseball team would be somehow um affected by this but i don't know the story i don't know the full story of how bad it was uh from a from a you know racial standpoint i I don't know anything about the texas rangers history the actual texas rangers the the thing about it is though in these times can an organization like the rangers even brush up against something like that i don't know i i i don't know how far these things these things will go you know i mean it's it's you know we haven't seen if that's the case then 
you know, I, I would have thought the Washington Redskins name would have been taken away whenever that all started. That won't yeah. see Christmas, right? Yeah, I mean, we had the, that. T- the Washington Redskins won't see Christmas. But we said that 10 years ago. I know, but I'm doubling down now. Now now it's double gone by Christmas. Well, be careful. We, we've made that same claim about a lot of guys, and many of them <laughs> did make Christmas. That's true. At the same time, though, the Texas Rangers statue was taken down so quickly that I don't remember yes. uh, much deliberation about it at all. Oh, there, there was no deliberation about it. and uh, whatsoever. And since there's been uh, seemingly very little defense of it or or uh, people, you know, I, I, it has been lost in the shuffle of everything, all the uh, arguments going on in America right now. And I kind of, I don't know, I, I guess like Corby, I don't know exactly the uh, transgressions that uh, that caused somebody to maneuver so fast. I do know there were some <laughs> somewhat problematic uh, uh, quotes in a D Magazine story about the true history of the Texas Rangers. I don't know if that's anywhere mm-hmm. close to enough to to make a baseball franchise that has carried that name for 40 years to, to strip it down because at its core, you are talking about uh, basically, you know, public officials – um, like police, like uh, military, and and things like that, and and while uh, there are certainly bad people in those forces, I don't know that it, we have gotten to a point where anyone is declaring the entire organizations is just not something that should exist at all, right? Well, there. I mean, it's you're talking about just a state of ignorance, though. I mean, I, again, from the time that I was a kid, and Mike, you were around as an adult when this thing first started, the the franchise, at least. There's not one time, I think one time maybe when I was like in kindergarten, I'm like, what's a Texas Ranger? You know, when you're trying to figure out what a Yankee is and an Expo and those types of things. What's a Ranger? And someone was like, yeah, it was something in the 1800s and there's Cowboys and Indians. And oh, okay, the end, I'm done, whatever, move on. And I never thought of it in any other term. You know, it's like the Lady Antebellum who changed their name to Lady Lady A. A. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what does the A stand for? Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, you just never really thought of those types of things. So I don't. I, I I'm kind of surprised they took that thing down too, and and there was no blowback or anything like that. But man, you may be right. And when's the last time we had a professional sports franchise that was forced to to change their name? Or have we ever? Washington Bullets. The Washington Bullets. Were they forced? Yeah, that's it. How could the Washington Bullets go before the Redskins? That's insane. Were they Man. forced, or was that just uh, a choice? Was, was there real? I want to say some pressure. I want to say that was a uh, city initiative that the franchise said that's a great idea. We kind of want to relaunch anyway, <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. But uh, but yes, I I think they thought uh, they were they were doing a public service, and then uh, I remember. Um, Dan joking that uh, there was going to be an outbreak of wizards in the Washington area, and uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> because they were encouraged by the name of the basketball team, there would be a lot of wizardry. Wizardry. <laughs> so it looks like the last year for the actual Texas Rangers was 1899. Is that right? No. Uh, no, they, they were, still exist. Uh, Kevin Costner yeah. and Woody Harrelson were chasing down oh, Bonnie oh, and Clyde. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What about Walker, I'm, Texas Ranger. I'm That's reading right. something different here. That's okay, right. all right, okay. Or Walker, Texas. Maybe you should name the team the Texas Rayleys. Mike, are, 
<laughs> Walker, Texas, ready. Now, a lot of this, though, for me, is just me wanting them to change their name to anyway because I've never liked it. Oh, you want it to change? I, okay. Yeah, I do. I'm all for this. Breaking news. I, I have never liked that name. Have you been public about this in the past? I, I would think this um, would be a very big part of uh, the Mike bio uh, because you're Mr. No, Ranger no, and you've never. No, the, the, this is this is coming to light for the first time right now on this show. Wow. Why, why, why don't you like you're it? You're breaking news. This is amazing. Is it too cowboy um, and Indians, too western -y? Yes, it, it, it's too western-y. It and you know what I think about yep. about those names anyway. Well, Besides, and logos. Don't keep in mind he's the guy that hated the basketball with the hat on it. True. Oh God. He doesn't oh. want to further stereotype this region. I'm with him. That's right. I want to get away from this. Right. Do you this, have? That's not what this region is about. Right. Call oh. them the Texas Coke dealers. What do you <laughs> What do you have in mind, Mike? Um, I don't know. I don't have anything really particularly in mind. Just some. Uh, one thing I'd like to do is. Make them Dallas and not Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but Arlington is not going to allow that. Okay, well, you know, you got a, a Dallas team out there in Arlington. The True. Rangers could buck up and say, we want to be Dallas too. It, well, I, look, I'm all for it. I Are the, you? You sound like an Arlington guy right now. No, yeah, no, boy, no, you no, really no. do. Look, I'm not taking up for no, the city of bits. Uh, this is Canal Boy coming <laughs> It is <alive>. Canal Boy. <laughs> In fact, it might work something in the nickname about the canals. We're not sure. The fighting canals, the, uh, yeah, the yeah. refreshing canals. No, just the, canal, sure. the, the Texas Canal Boys. That's perfect. <laughs> Arlington Canal Boys. One guy wrote about this last week. That was Buster Olney of ESPN. He mentioned something about the Texas Ranger statue, and maybe it's time for the Rangers to change their name and I just wish they'd get away from the whole Western thing, rebrand the thing, call them the Dallas something or others, and just get a whole new vibe working with it. I really think it's time for this. Okay, so you're you really uh, were are, you're just looking for more of an excuse for a relaunch, or you, do you think the Rangers' name uh, needs to go for any sort of uh, historical reasons? Because I, I, I all of it. Okay. All of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yes, I'm looking for a relaunch, but I think it's a very outdated name. Besides, it's the name of a law enforcement organization. Baseball is supposed to be fun. What's oh. fun about law enforcement? <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> What's fun about law enforcement? Yeah. All right, so let's focus on a fun name and figure this out. Uh, why we have a little extra time and and Mike, uh, do you do you have thoughts on the very unfortunate thing that once we finally got a roof in Arlington, now COVID is uh, forcing the roof open uh, when we do play this summer? No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's the I worst. Mean, it, it's, it's just so much so much stuff is backfiring around here. Yeah, that's... it's just blowing up. It's backfiring. It's it's going askew. Yeah. It's just off the rails. This is an off the rails time, Bob, and you need to fix it. Well, I was Bob. I was going to say this sounds I think everything was fine when you were here and then you leave and everything starts breaking. What is, if? is my thought. What if that Woo. was it? <laughs> he walks out and this whole world turns upside down. That yeah. was the beginning of the ripple effect. That, that was. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, we had a winter classic and uh, everything was great. We were all happy. 
Then Mike does what Mike does, and not a darn thing has gone right since. He then, killed Mike. Kobe. Yeah, well, except up. except Garrett That's got right, fired. I did. <laughs> I did. Garrett got fired. He so killed <laughs> Kobe. Yeah, he killed Kobe. Uh huh. He started no, a pandemic. He did. Uh-huh. He didn't and kill now Kobe. race relations have just gone awry. Right. All because, because of him. Of me. Yeah. That's right. Could you come back and unify America, Mike? <laughs> Nah. Would you be willing to do? That? Oh, Mike, that, that, that's your job. Uh, well, it's I'm 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 struggling. That's your job. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> hey, is your uh, is your band able to play now? Uh, yes, we are. To we limited played, crowds uh, or what? Yeah, like- it's it's half capacity. We played a couple weeks ago. We're playing uh, the Barley House Saturday night, and we got a couple gigs lined up next week. So yeah, we're getting back in the swing of things, but it is half capacity. Yeah. You be careful out there. Don't engage with these youngins. These youngins don't care not, about they don't not, care about I'm no stay, COVID, man. I am. I'm staying away from everybody, man. Okay. It's uh, I'm you're making out with no old broads or nothing. I don't believe that. You're the ticket. Hey Craig Miller here for Texans Can Academy. Do you have an old car that you want gone and gone fast? Well, contact Texans Can. They'll pick up that junker for free, and your donation will give kids a high school education. Right off the car, not the kid. Get it done online at carsforkids.org. Okay, everybody gather around. It's time for the big pen. Hold down. Check out your heels. Jump up and down. Shut your eyes and whirl around. Reach out your hand, and if no one's there, grab your own hand, dance round in the square. When you're doing the big pen, hold down. All right, time for the pig pen. Originally, I wanted to discuss kindergarten graduations in the hood, but um, <laughs> came up with a different. That's for another time, <laughs> for another day, maybe. <laughs> um, Corby, if you haven't noticed, has an unusually higher voice for a male that is almost fifty years old. He's had this high voice his whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, something you've dealt with for years. How's this guy even on the radio? Listen to that voice. It sucks. But I've... Suit. Of the mindset. I'm of the mindset that I think his voice can be used for good. Not evil. actually is a good singer. He can carry a tune. He writes his own music. He wrote Norm. Thank you. And I've always thought that with the right amount of coaching, with Corby's vocal range, he could actually do something impressive. Okay. I'm not kidding. If you learned how to breathe, how to use your voice, I think you could be an upper register male singer that would blow people's minds. Like an amazing falsetto. Yes. But your falsetto isn't just straight falsetto. It sounds more like real voice slash mixed voice when he goes real high. Have you noticed that, Michael? I have. So what we're going to do today is play a little game that I came up with called Corby Karaoke. And I thank you for agreeing to do this. You're welcome. And what we're going to do is in front of Corby, he has five sheets of paper face down, numbered one through five. I don't know what's on them. You have no idea what is on the other side. Well, what is on the other side, Corby, are song lyrics to a portion of a tune that I have handpicked for you to test your vocal range and see if you can match some of these famous, famous uh, singers that have um, you know similar vocal ranges. So if okay. you will... Let's go ahead and turn over page one. Mino, hit it, and we'll let you get a little listen here. Oh, no. 
Now just listen here and kind of get familiar. Start singing right there. Yeah. You know the song. Yeah. You have the words. So when you're ready, let me know and we'll start it over. God, <laughs> this is really high, no, man. No, it's not. This is nothing. Dude. You got it. Dude, this is just for warm-up. All right. Okay? All, All right. right. Start it over, Mino. Here we go. She's got a smile that it seems to me Reminds me of childhood memories Where everything... Ah, that's hard! <laughs> Keep going! Hi, hi, Take a breath. Now and then when I see her face She takes me away to that special place <laughs> I probably break down and cry He's killing it. Get it? Gotta get a breath. Come on. Oh, oh sweet child of mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. Dude, that is way it's high. high. It's not that high. God. All right, it gets more difficult. Are you oh, ready that for, hurts. for song number two? And you've done this one before. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, Mino. So Just so he can get a feel. the background vocals. You've done it before. We've got it on tape. No. All right, start over. All right. I think he's ready. Do I do the background vocals? No, no, no. Don't worry about the background vocals. Just come in when Frankie does. All right. All right, here we go. You're listening to Corby Karaoke on the hard line. Stop watching me. <laughs> I can't. me <laughs> all right not bad you kind of a little off on your phrasing there but i don't know that song you can hit i just know the sherry baby you're clearly hitting the notes all right mino you ready corby ready turn page three all right we'll start on the chorus here of course kelly clarkson smash hit all right, all right. Now listen, I want you to hear this. I want you to hit the bridge, too. All right, this part. Here we go. All right. It's that I just can't take it. Oof. All right, here we go. All right. You ready? Here we go. Wait, sorry. Since you've been gone, I can't breathe for the first time. I'm living on you. 
All right, get this bridge. Since you've been gone, you changed your blue side out of mind. <laughs> Shut your mouth, I just can't take it. Again and again again. <laughs> Oh, that's high, man. That's a high one. I think, I think a little practice, you would have been able to get that one. Yeah. Uh, here's a deep cut from one of our favorite bands, Hit It, Mino. Now, you always wanted to be Barry Gibb growing up, didn't you? Yeah. Now's your chance. <laughs> Here I go. Can I take my shirt off? I, you know, yeah, at least just, your hair just too. unbutton it a bunch. <laughs> All right, take a listen. You may not be familiar with this one. I don't know this song very Just well. listen. This is Tragedy by the Bee Gees. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> wow. You can do it. All right. Okay, hang on. Wait for the chorus. Oh, no. It gets higher. No. Just a lot of words. Whoa. <laughs> All right, he's got it. Okay, he's got right. it. Right. Here we go. From the beginning. Here's Corby Karaoke singing Tragedy by the Bee Gees on 96.7 FM, The Ticket. It's very exciting. It is. Wait till he comes in. Here I lie in a lost and lonely part of town. Held. Oh, sorry. Held in time in a world of tears. I slowly drown. Mud. <laughs> Going home. I just. Dude, that was awesome. Okay. You were closer to Barry Gibb than you realized. And we oh. have one more. You know this song. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> What's this chick's name, Michael? Minnie Ripperton. Yes. Now listen. A lot going on here, buddy. Making love with you 
practicing making love with you. a voice yeah what do you think it was a dog whistle like a theremin <laughs> a dog whistle that sounds like a theremin dude all right this all is right. your last one all right you got it oink kill Had it. He was so close. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I think you did a damn good job, especially with the Bee Gees.